Desert Diaries. Week 18. Hello, Arizona calling. So here we go. Here's the latest in the series of sentences I never thought my daughter would say when I asked her how school went today. Yeah, it was okay. We didn't get much time swimming as Zoe found a scorpion in the pool. So we all had to get out while Mr. Matthews tried to scoop it up with the pool net. Life in the desert continues. So some good news this week. I have passed my driving test. Hooray. I know, imagine having to take a driving test 28 years after you last took a driving test. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. But you cannot officially drive here, or in fact in any state, for more than a few months unless you take an American driving test. Yet another example of America taking absolutely no notice of any prior experience or permit gained in any other country that is not America. (laughs) Don't even get me started on car insurance. 17 years no claims bonus means nothing. Zip. Nada. We were paying more in a month than we paid a year in England. (laughs) I'm not exaggerating. The financial implications of this move have been crippling. Now, there are things we never considered would be quite so expensive. To say we've had to tighten our belts has been just a massive understatement. I mean, I'll be honest, I've had proper panics about how much everything has cost us so far. Not being able to bring electrical items because the voltage doesn't match up. So no kettle, blender, toaster, hairdryer, coffee maker. I mean, these are all items which I suppose individually don't cost a packet, but you put them all together, this stuff really adds up. I mean, I haven't had a hairdryer since we moved here. Luckily, it's quite hot, so my hair does dry. But we've got three females in this house, all with fairly long hair, and you just think, oh, once it cools down, mm, that's going to be a bit tricky. But there's quite a lot we have decided to go without because that's the price of a crazy adventure, I suppose. It is what it is. Anyway, I was actually really nervous. First of all, I had the theory test, which had brilliant questions in it, like, if you're driving along a freeway and a dust storm suddenly surrounds you, what do you do? And which of these signs means rodeo ahead? And if you have a firearm in your car and you're stopped by the police, what should you do? There was no option in that last question for the answer, there will never be a firearm in my car. Just wasn't there. So lots of swatting, couple of anxiety dreams. I took the theory test and I passed. Hooray, full marks. So I bit the bullet and booked the road test. Now, the irony of the Phoenix road test is that the only actual off-road manoeuvre you have to prove you can do is a parallel park. There is literally nowhere in Phoenix that I have seen that would require you to parallel park. Every shopping mall, movie theatre, doctor's surgery, bank, everywhere has huge marked parking bays that you could easily slide a tank into. Luckily, though, I've had to parallel park on pretty much every street I've lived on since 1995. So all good. Still, despite the fact I was driving an automatic, as everyone does here, which feels a bit like driving a go-kart, basically you just point it in the right direction and press go, I still did feel very nervous. Lovely examiner, though, who I don't think was even alive when I first passed my driving test, said, you got this, as we pulled out of the test centre car park. And four right turns round the block later, yes, it was all over. Luckily, I hadn't been chanting, you're driving on the right, you're driving on the right, you're driving on the right, out loud as I was uh, going around, just in my head. So all good. 
So another box ticked off, another step to feeling a little bit more settled. I can now actually cough up if I do get pulled over by the police and they say, license and registration, please. Good. Now, before I head off, I do have a bit of news to share. I won't be here in Arizona next week because, well, life has happened, I guess. And on Saturday, I'm actually flying to Australia for a few weeks. Now, my lovely mum, who lives in Perth, was diagnosed with lung cancer just a few weeks after we got here. And it's been really tough getting settled whilst also worrying so much about how she's coping. She actually got the news about her condition a few weeks before we were leaving Manchester to move here. And as you can imagine, it was just hectic and manic and we were freaking out. And and she decided she didn't want to add any stress to what was already a stressful time. So she kept it all to herself. She held it all in. I mean, she'd left Sydney and pretty much everyone she knew about a year ago. So she's had no one to support her. It's awful. So she's had a few procedures, but now has got a big operation, which should provide a lot of answers about her prognosis. So please wish both of us a lot of luck. I guess life, and especially cancer, doesn't stop if you've decided to go off and have an adventure. So I'll see you down under.